Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on. You throw down $1 on an NBA game. If that team wins, you get $150 in free plays. New customers only. That simple, that easy. All right. Now, let's. Well, we're joined by the man of the hour, Mr. Braden Dorman, four-star quarterback from Colorado Springs. Braden, first and foremost, thank you so much for hopping on there, my man. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Okay, let's talk a little bit first. We're, we're going to get to a lot of U of A talk. Tell the people out there a little bit about yourself. Obviously, quarterback, did you grow up always wanting to be a football player? Was this something that, uh, you know, uh, you came late to in life? Tell us about how you got to become where you are right now as one of the more sought-after recruits in the country. Yeah, I was, I was born and raised here in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and uh, I've been playing, you know, football since about four or five years old and quarterback since at least six years old. Um, and so, you know, ever since then, I knew I wanted to play, you know, big time football and, you know, I had the opportunity, opportunity to now. And so I'm, I'm super excited to do that. Was football always watching your, and I was talking to you a little bit off air, watching your highlights. Did football always come easy for you? Because when you look the part, there's some quarterbacks that you got to watch their film for a little bit and you're like, okay, I get it. You know, but when you watch you, you're big, you got a big arm you go through your progressions, football looks natural to you. Did it always, was it always that way without making it sound like you didn't have to work hard? Uh, it really was just a lot of work and, uh, you know, time and effort put into the sport. And I feel like a lot of that time and effort and preparation kind of went into all of that. And so, you know, uh, I was always pushing myself and I feel like going into high school, it, it wasn't as hard as it was for others just because I put in so much work and effort 
Um, and, you know, being able to, you know, play with a great group of guys also helps a lot when you're, when you're able to, you know, do what you do with a great group of guys is, is a huge help. Was there a moment when you knew that you could do things kind of on the football field that not everybody else out there could? Uh, not really. I mean, I kind of just, you know, took it day by day and, um, you know, I, I kind of let, you know, God do, do his work for me and, uh, I'm just, I'm just here now. So. Okay. Now let's talk some, now let's talk Arizona. And I was talking to you a lot about this off, uh, uh, offline right here, you know, until Jed fish got here, we were, you know, even when Arizona football was, you know, pretty good under uh, Rich Rodriguez, we weren't used to getting the kind of players that they're getting right now. We were used to getting recruiting classes that were generally ranked somewhere in the fifties. Jed Fish has come in here. You got a top 20, top 25 class. And then I think a lot of people are wondering, how are you going to be able to follow that one up? Because sometimes you'll see uh, guys who could bring in one class and then it kind of falls off. And then, oh, boom, by the way, you got a big time four star or quarterback coming in, arguably the best player in the state of Colorado. What about Jed Fish? What about Arizona made you say, I got a lot of options here, but I want to be a Wildcat? No, it's just a different feeling. I mean, you go there and, uh, kind of the the feeling my dad and I got when we visited there was it's 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 like an NFL prep school um, just with all the NFL experience um, you have on that staff. I mean, there's not a lot of colleges, um, you know, in the country that can say they have that kind of NFL experience. And I think that kind of opened my eyes up a lot, especially bringing in, you know, a top 20 class uh, this first year. You got a, a ton of athletes, uh, you know, surrounding that class. And, um, you know, as close as it was to home, I mean, it was kind of a no brainer. Um, and. I mean, that's kind of where it was. And a coach like Coach Fish was a, was a huge thing for me. Now, did they, uh, when did you, when did you get offered? Were they one of the first schools to offer you? Kind of take us through that process. Uh, they, they weren't one of the first schools. They're one of my, my, my last offers uh, just because of the whole staff kind of came in right. new. And um, so I was one of their first offers for the new staff. And I, my relationship continued to grow um, with Coach Doherty and Coach Fish. And um, it, it just felt like the right move. When we've had kids on in the past, and these were kids a lot like you that, you know, could have gone to a lot of different schools. And they would, the thing that they continuously said was, we didn't get the kind of love. Not that these other schools didn't like us, not that they didn't recruit us, but he said it was just consistent. It was about life. It was about football. It was about family. It's, we want you to be here for the next four or five years to grow, not only as a football player, but we want you to be part of this family. And it was consistent. Is that something that you kind of felt as well? For sure, and I got that from a lot of schools, but I think the feeling I got was a lot different um, with Arizona, and I feel like that's kind of like one of the main reasons I uh, chose to go to Arizona was just that feeling I had. It was just different from a lot of different schools that I've I had offers from, and um, that was really the biggest thing. Was distance ever going to be a factor for you, or were you going to always? Did you want to stay out west? Did you want to? Would you have gone to the best school? What would? What did that? Uh, how did that play out? Uh, I mean, obviously, my parents wanted to wanted me to stay home and, or like stay close to home. Um, so going to a, a place that's kind of far away or hard to get into is definitely kind of a factor. Um, but they were, they were a huge support behind me and they, you know, they really didn't care that where I went as long as I was happy. And, um, but, you know, being able to go to Arizona and it's a 12 hour drive, you know, an hour and maybe an hour and a half flight down there is, was a huge thing for our family. Okay. So, all right. Now talk a little bit about, you know, how your family played into this as always. So did they, you know, when Jed Fish started recruiting you, were, were they kind of immediately taken to him? You know, did it take a little bit? What, uh, what, how, what, how did your family play into this? 
Oh, they loved it. Um, you know, when when they first offered me, the first thing they were doing is, you know, hitting up my parents, sending them letters. Uh, my dad's birthday, the only school that was wishing him a happy birthday was Arizona. They sent him more letters than they sent me in one day. It was like 20 <laughs> something letters. And my dad, my dad thought it was for me and he opens it and it's like, oh, wow, it's for me. All birthday letters. And so, uh, you know, they, they definitely took a notice to that. Um, and, you know, just the you know, Coach Fish and Coach Doherty, you know, they always were open to anything. So anytime my parents, uh, you know, wanted to talk with them, they made that happen. What would you say are the kind of the strengths to your game right now? What are you, what do you really excel at? Uh, I'm just, you know, a pro style quarterback and I feel like I can make any throw. Um, you know, obviously I'm not going to take off and run for, you know, 80 yards, but I, I feel like. But I you're more nimble than you're giving yourself credit for though. I've watched yeah, your highlight. You, know, you can move a little bit. Yeah, my coach V, my head coach at the school, we always kind of give each other a hard time. And um, like, obviously, I'm I, like I said, I'm not going to take off and run for 80 yards, but I, I can make plays here and there with my feet and um, extend the play. But um, that's that's pretty much all. So Jetfish starts recruiting you. Tell us about what his vision then was for you. You know, when he said he wanted you to be kind of the ringleader of his 2023 class, what was his pitch to you? That was the biggest thing, you know, when I visited uh, Arizona and talked with Coach Fish, like he has a vision and he has goals and he knows how to achieve those goals. And I feel like a lot of schools, you know, have a lot of goals and visions of their program, which is great. But a lot of schools don't have, you know, you know, the how and uh, like what to do to get uh, to where they want to be. And he knows exactly how to do it. And, you know, my dad and I, we felt that and we know that there's a lot of big things moving forward for Arizona. Okay, so you got uh, you got one more year left to play. Of uh, what are your goals going into your senior season? Uh, well, right now, you know, we're kind of in the off season and right. you know, weights and off season conditioning and everything. And uh, really, it's just the biggest thing for me is you know growing with these guys. And you know, with the COVID year and everything, we didn't get a lot of chances to you know be in the weight room and do, doing the stuff we're doing right now. Um, so that's going to be the biggest thing is just grinding with my guys over this off season. And you know, we're just super excited for this year. There's a lot of big things for us. So you're going to, we talked when we were talking off offline a little bit, you're going to be, you're going to be an early enrollee then at the U of A, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So tell us then about just kind of like you've had, you've had, you've tripped to, have you, you've tripped to the campus, right? Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. Sir. Yeah. Multiple. Yeah. Okay. So when you get, when you got there, cause I was reading a little bit of an article about it. Tell us what kind of stuck out to you right now, because just reading the quotes, it sounded like you were pretty impressed by what you saw. Oh yeah. It's definitely a, you know, a college town feel. And that's exactly what I wanted. I didn't want to go to a, you know, a big city town. Uh, that's not kind of who I am, but it was definitely a mix between like a, a bigger city and a smaller town. And that's, you know, I love that. And um, just the feeling you got when you get on campus is, is a great feeling. But uh, when I got there, it was, it was cloudy. It was like 45, 50 degrees. And I was like, well, I just brought that cold weather with me from Colorado, but um, you know, it, it, it's, it's a great feeling. I was talking a little bit uh, at uh, Media Day. Um, they made, obviously, some of the players available. And I was talking with uh, Washington State transfer quarterback, uh, Jaden Delora, asked him a couple questions. And I said, man, I said, all of a sudden, you got a lot of talent here. And he, he made a remark that I thought was really interesting that I, I wanted to ask you about. He said, here's the great thing about it. He said, yeah, there's only one quarterback here, but only one quarterback on the field. He said, but the thing with Jed Fish that he told all of us was, you come in here and work. There's no agendas. You come in here, you do your thing, you play well, things will work out. And he gave a bunch of different examples. You might not start day one, but when things, when you're talented, as you clearly are, as the guys there are, things tend to work out. And is that kind of the pitch that you got a little bit as well? Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm not going to 
go in there and start day one, I'm going to have to work my butt off. Right. Uh, you know, I'm not afraid of competition. And I, I know Jaden's probably going to be the guy, but I, I'm excited to, you know, sit behind him and learn from him. I know he's a great player and um, it's going to be exciting to learn from him and, and grow as a, as a player. And so, um, yeah, I mean, you're going to have right. to go in there and work. And, you know, when your time comes, your time comes. So. All right. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What are you uh, outside of football? What What is, uh, what is Braden Dorman like doing? You know, uh, are you a gamer? What kind of stuff you like doing? I'm a big outdoorsy guy. I love hunting and fishing. And, you know, I live in Colorado. It's a big thing here uh, with all the mountains and, you know, fly fishing and everything. That's, that's my biggest thing. And, um, you know, really just being outdoors is, is, is my big thing. Okay. So now when you hit U of A, uh, you, uh, what are you going to major in business? I always tell people this, um, this is somebody that went, uh, I went to the U of A way longer than I probably should have, but I always tell people this when they say, what should I major in big, big thing. If you can get into that business school, if you can major in business right there, because that's that's kind of the ticket right there. That is the best backup option outside of football that you can have because the oh, business yeah. the business school, as I'm sure you know better than anybody by this point, that's that's a real ticket right there. So you're already getting started off on the right foot, choosing Arizona and getting into that business school as well. Yes, sir. I wanted to. My dad's a property manager, so I want to, you know, I've, I've grown up around business, so I feel like I wanted to, you know, follow his footsteps. I was going to say, is that something that you'd like to pursue then after that? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Now, let's talk. One thing that I, I, I wanted to ask you about. So, last year's Arizona recruiting class was obviously a lot of people know about it. You obviously know about it. One of the best wide receiving recruiting classes in the entire country. You've got a guy in uh, Tutor McMillan, five-star you got four stars across the board at Jacob Cowan coming in from UTEP. That's got to be pretty enticing knowing that you're going to come in here and it's not just going to be you out there. You're going to have some really talented guys that are going to be able to help you make that process to the next level. Yeah, I think that was a huge eye opener for myself and my family. You know, you're going to have guys around you like T-Mac and all the other guys that, you know, are, are going to Arizona. I think that's a huge thing, you know, obviously, you know, the quarterback's one thing, but having guys and athletes to throw the ball to make you look better is another thing. And, um, you know, really this year we want to get a ton of linemen. Um, and so I've been reaching out to a couple of guys and especially obviously some some other bigger uh, recruiters of, uh, of uh, you know, athletes as well. Would you say the state of Colorado is a little bit slept on when it comes to high school talent? Oh, for sure. I mean, we have guys every year going to – you know, big name colleges, um, especially a lot of the guys in this class. We got a guy going to Iowa, a guy going to Oklahoma, um, you know, Blake Purchase, who's, you know, mm -hmm. probably the number one guy in Colorado with me. And right. uh, big name recruits all the time. And I feel like you know, a lot of people kind of look over that and feel like we don't play enough competition. But really, there's some there's some really good guys out here in Colorado. And when you think about Colorado football players too, you think of guys that you kind of look at and you see you on film. Like I said, you think of guys that are big, you think of guys that are physical. And one thing before I one thing before I let you go, when you were were you growing up, who were who did you emulate? Was there somebody at the quarterback position that you emulated and you said, you know what, that's who I want to be like, or I like their game? Who was that guy for you if there was one guy like that for you? Uh really growing up, I you know, I, as I got more into football, I really loved and, and loved watching Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and, uh, you know, obviously Joe Montana is way before my time, or not way before, but I, I like watching his highlights and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, right now I think Joe Burrow is a really good guy, and I love watching his film as well. You a Broncos fan? 
Uh, not really. I mean, I do have some love for them just because I'm from Colorado, but they're not they're not my team. Right. What's your team? You got a team? Uh, I have family in Louisiana and Wisconsin, so right now I'm a Packers and uh, and Saints fan. What's your call? Is Aaron Rodgers going to be back next year? Hopefully. I mean, if not, then I I don't know if I'm going to be a fan of the Packers anymore. But <laughs> right. All right, Braden, before we let you go, and again, this has been fantastic. We'd love to get you on again to, just to kind of keep us updated on everything. What's kind of your message then for all of the Arizona fans that are incredibly excited to see you get out there on the football field? It's exciting. I mean, the the guys that we got coming to you know Arizona to build this program up is going to be exciting, and it's going to be an exciting next couple of years. And not a couple of years, but an exciting future for Arizona. Braden Dorman, Colorado Springs four-star quarterback. Check him out. Like I said, you can get his highlights off of YouTube, off a of huddle. It's fantastic. You can tell that this is this is a different era of, era of Arizona football. And like I was telling you before, when you get here and you're fully here, you're going to see something different because, again, the city of Tucson is not used to having guys like you coming in here. So I think you picked the right time to hop on here, my man. And, again, uh, best of luck. And we can't thank you enough for coming on. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me. Yep. That's Braden Dorman, Colorado Springs four-star quarterback. All right. That's what's really fun about doing this job. And like I said, if you watch this, if you watch any of the post game, if you watch, uh, you know, anything I do, this, this is the job that I've always wanted to do because I absolutely love nerding out, talking with kids like that right there, just going through the notes, just being able to talk with him. I was excited the entire time. And yes, as somebody said, can you believe that Mike used to have a beard? That was about 30 comments last night on the post game show. All right, real quick. And then we're going to get to some more thoughts on the U of A football team because I got quite a few of them and they tie right into what Braden Dorman uh, has to do right here. DraftKings Sportsbook. Code word PHNX, DraftKings Sportsbook app. Here's the deal. Got all kinds, they are all kinds of good deals going on, but new customers only. If you got put in $1 on an NBA game and that team wins, you get $150 in free plays. That simple, that easy. Now, I've been saying that bet against the Detroit Pistons. So now, granted, they won last night, but take that for what it's worth. It's 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 really that it's really that easy. It's that fun. It's a fun thing to hop on to. DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Eligibility restrictions apply. 21 and up. Arizona only. You got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They'll get you all taken care of. But again, this is where to be because, again, DraftKings Sportsbook is established. It's not some fly-by-night thing. It's here. That's where you want to hop on. All right. I wasn't kidding, though, what I was saying about how this just has a different feel about it. I can't tell you, and I'll be honest here, as somebody that likes nerding out on recruiting, it's it's just, you try to pump yourself up, but when you see an entire class of kids that are, you know, for lack of a better term, OKGs, our kind of guys, as Rich Rodriguez would want to say, that are choosing Arizona over ULL Monroe or wherever, it's a little dispiriting. And the main reason is, is I'm cool with some of those kids in the class because, again, that doesn't mean that that kid's not going to be good. A lot of times those kids do turn out to be good. The difference, though, is that generally the higher rated kids are the ones that work out. Braden Dorman is that kind of kid. Now, first heard about him a couple months ago and started getting a little bit of a little bit of buzz that he was on Arizona's radar. And again, I would... 100% and I'll tweet out some links here after the show, but I would 100% go and just look at the highlights 
This is somebody that can play at any school in the country. And when you're a four-star quarterback that's six foot four, that's got his kind of arm, you can play pretty much anywhere. And the fact that Jed Fish is able to get him is a sign of something bigger. And here's what I mean by this. We've seen this before, and anybody that has followed anybody that has followed Arizona football knows that there's been a couple good recruiting classes that have come in. Mike Stoops, I think, was a uh, Mike Stoops was a great example. By the way, KB Thiel, UL Monroe was our biggest recruiting rival for a long time. Now we're competing with big time programs. We're gonna get to that in just a minute, but it's easy to sell one recruiting class just based off hope. You see it all the time. I'm a new coach. Come on in here. What's more impressive to me or just as impressive is when you're able to follow that one up with the second one. And I was talking with a couple people around the program about a month ago, and they both made the point to me that, yes, 2022 is a big recruiting class. There's no doubt about it. But it doesn't really mean a ton if we can't follow that up with another recruiting class. Because you look at the programs around the conference that are good, not the ASUs of the world. Sorry, Sean. But you look at your USC's, which I assume is about to be good with Lincoln Riley. You look at your Oregon's, Washington's when they're good. They're, they're always bringing in the top 25, top 30, class after class after class. What that means then is that you're not, it's not incumbent upon you then to have just one player at each position because, oh, by the way, guys get injured, things happen. All of a sudden, you start looking at your two deep, and you're like, "Wow, all right, let's just use an example. Let's let's use quarterback for an example. Jaden Delora, he's got technically three years to play, but let's say that a year from now, you know, uh, he sprains his ankle. Obviously, don't want that to happen. But all of a sudden, you're looking then, and you're like, "Oh, by the way, we got a Braden Dorman right there, ready to play. We got a Noah Fafita right there, ready to play." Heck, we could still have a Jordan McLeod right there ready to play. So the entire offense doesn't go by the wayside if just one player gets hurt. And that's where you get a real program. And that's why the importance of that class and bringing in a guy like that is so important. It's also really important, though, because he's a quarterback. And I'm not breaking any news here, but that's the most important position on the field by a mile. And people want to play with good quarterbacks. It's again, it's not a surprise. And I wrote an article about this that's up on, and you should be checking out go PHNX. You should get the, get a membership there. You got all the best coverage around the state from the Cardinals to the Suns to the Coyotes to the Sun Devils to the Wildcats. And I wrote an article about it though, basically saying that if you get if you get the quarterback, everything else kind of falls into place because people want to play with good quarterbacks. Noah Fafita, perfect example. It's not a coincidence that when Noah commits, then all of a sudden a Kean Burnett commits, an AJ Jones commits, later on a T Mac commits, a Jacob Cowan commits. People want to play with good quarterbacks. Braden Dorman is right in there, and especially quarterbacks too that they could get you the ball. This is a different era we're in now. I grew up, I'll give you an example. I grew up watching Nebraska football in the mid nineties, won a couple, won three national titles, but you know what? That era, as far as quarterbacking is done because no wide receiver wants to go there, nor should they, where you were running the option. Kids are about numbers. They want to play in the NFL. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think a lot of times people say, 
Oh, well, you know, that doesn't mean you're a bad team. No, that means that I'm also about my future as well as winning. If you're a wide receiver, you want to go someplace where the quarterback can get you the ball. That's what Jetfish is doing. And I think that's what's just so unique about this entire process right now. Now, we're going to get to some of your comments here in just a moment. I have been lax on that, but I did want to be able to emphasize a few points. One last DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. Throw down $1 on an NBA game. If that team wins, you get $150 in free plays. As our guy KB Thiel said, the Pistons, they did win last night. They beat the Cavs. I did not see that one coming. I never said that I was a gambling expert, but you know what? I'm going to give my advice. I'm still going against the Pistons because the Pistons stink. And again, if you're a new customer, that's probably a pretty good one that you're going to want to hop on with there. Make it happen. DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's the best app out there. It's the best betting app out there by a mile. The best deals. It's not going anywhere. I use it. I'm sure you know somebody that uses it. Go ahead and make that part of your life. All right, let's get to some of these comments here. KB makes a great point. We have playmakers on offense. We just need to develop the playmakers and beef up the lines, and they can be bowl eligible in 23 and even better in 24. I agree with that. And the article that I got up on GoPHNX right now is essentially that, that what is going to be the next move now? Because you got a lot of the playmakers on the perimeter right now. Heck, we didn't even talk about the running back position where you've got an RJ Luke who we've had on the show before. By the way, no relation. I know some people might say RJ Luke, Mike Luke, what's going on here? No relation. A Jonah Coleman, another top 30 running back out of California. Now, I think what you really want to do then now is you want to try to shore up both sides of the line. Jonah Sabanea is a kid that I'm going to go out on record at. Kid out of Hawaii. He's already on campus, freshman. I think he's going to start as a freshman. I really do. When Jed Fish says that he expects him to play, I'm just going to extrapolate a little bit. And from what I've seen, I think that not only is he going to play, I think he's going to start. There's, there's a lot of room for kids like that, though, on both sides of the line. I think you're also going to see them really try to get some playmakers on the defensive side of the ball as well. So I look at it, and this class has got a chance to, I think, if you can follow it up again with another top 20 class on top of that, then all of a sudden the ball starts getting ro- starts rolling, and before long you got three top 20 classes. Then it's, it's on Jed Fish. But if you're Jed Fish... You've been waiting this into your entire life for this moment to be able to show people that, yeah, I'm ready for this. But the one thing that makes it a lot easier, and we all know this, is to have talent on that side of the bar, is to have talent to work with. Because you can MacGyver some stuff, but after a while, you got to have talent. I'll give you an example. Rich Rodriguez. Rich Rod was a great X's and O's coach. Rich Rod couldn't recruit or he didn't put in the time to recruit. And it caught up with him eventually. But because if he if he was able to bring in the classes that Chad Fish is, Rich Rod wouldn't be here, but it'd be for a drastically different reason because he'd be at a higher program. Jed Fish gets that aspect of the game. And when he was introduced, he said recruiting will be the lifeblood of the program. We've all heard that before. So everybody's kind of saying, all right, well, we'll see. We haven't had great recruiting classes in a long time, if ever. Jed Fish has certainly shown that one. Jed Fish has hit the ball out of the park there, and I think you're going to see more and more talent. Before we sign off, though, the one thing I would caution everybody, don't expect nine wins next year. Football, and I'm going to keep telling people this for the longest time, football recruiting is different than basketball recruiting in that, I always use this example, 
If John, when John Calipari went from Memphis to Kentucky, Kentucky was in shambles. But oh, by the way, I'm bringing John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, uh, Eric Bledsoe, and all of a sudden they're a top five team. Football is a lot different because the physicality, the number of players on the field, the age, the size difference. So again, it's still going to take a little bit of time. I do expect them to be significantly better, but I do think, like KB Thiel just said, look at 2023. That's the year when I think you really start to strike in 2024, I think is when everything starts to happen. All right, everybody. I can't thank you enough for hopping on here. We're going to be back on you with or back on here with the post game tomorrow. Appreciate all the uh, very very kind remarks. By the way, Tina right here, I think puts it very well. Slow climb, but we're on our way. And as an Arizona football fan, that's all you want. You just want to know that we're headed in the right direction, and that base is there. The foundation is there. And a tip of the cap to Dave Hickey, a tip of the cap to Jed Fish, because they're working their butts off to get uh, Arizona football to where it needs to be. And Braden Dorman is, I think, the epitome of that. Braden, can't thank you enough for coming on. You've been absolutely, you were fantastic. Sean, behind the scenes, can't thank you enough, mainly because Sean Sean, and the producers do things that I have no clue how to do. I wouldn't be able to do any of this stuff. So again, Sean, Shane, Jacob, Leah, all of you, appreciate all of you. This, uh, this will be up here uh, shortly. I'll be sending out the link. And again, Check out some of Braden Dorman's highlights. You're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. This is a new era of Arizona football. Thanks so much. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Oh.